yo, yo, it's your girl and boy CT. I'm Cindy Barnes. And I'm Travis Barnes. And we are the founders of the Overcomers Podcast. The Overcomers Podcast is designed to help you overcome adversity and live your dreams. Every week, we will be sharing stories of people who found their strength in their struggle. The Overcomers Podcast is sponsored by Journey 333. And that's a lot of threes, so let me tell you what it is. It's fitness, coaching, and nutrition. It is a place where we help you to look better, live better, and feel better, and it is mind, body, spirit. Today, we're going to help you get your mind right with our special guest. Hello, Overcomer Nation. Man, you know, we've been covering some great topics when it comes to mindset lately, challenging you to think about your identity, challenging you to ask, actually ask yourself if it's you that's in your own way. Well, today, I'm going to be talking with fellow masterminder, Chad Hackman. He has Evolution Barbell. It's a gym. In Pennsylvania. And what's unique about his story is that he opened up during the height of the pandemic, right? So where others were scared and where others were closing, he decided to open. Chad, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks, Travis. I'm happy to be here. Well, man, I, I'm just super excited to share your story. And, uh, you know, Chad, before we even talk about, you know, you opening up your gym, um, let me ask you, you know, maybe a more foundational question. What made you to get what made you decide to get involved in fitness? For sure. I mean, it, it stems back back when I was playing sports in school. You know, I liked I liked playing sports because I was around my friends. I wasn't necessarily the most athletic kid. And uh, growing up, my brother and I used to race BMX bicycles. And what I liked about that was that uh, you controlled the results like it was an independent sport. Right. So so you weren't necessarily in that team aspect. So I kind of liked that. And then as I got older and I was playing in team sports, you know, you were in more of that team environment. And, and by the time I was a senior in high school, I wanted to I wanted to focus on me and how can I improve myself and do something that's maybe unique and different from everybody else. And so I turned to health and fitness in that regard. And I turned to wanting to improve myself in that way at, at 18, 17, 18 years old. And then it kind of stemmed. From that, I went through the whole process of researching and self-education of how to change your body, how to get stronger. And then ultimately, I was like, you know, I kind of want to help people clear up the confusion that's mm -hmm. online. Things you read online will contradict other things you've read in the past. And that's what ultimately got me into the fitness industry and wanting to be a personal trainer and then eventually starting my own business and expanding in COVID. Yeah, right. <laughs> so that's how we got started expanding in COVID. Let's talk a little bit about that. Like, uh, take us to that time. And uh, it was 2020, right? And uh, we're, we're at the height of the pandemic. And uh, yeah, let's talk about that expansion here. Let's talk about you opening it up like that. So I, I started Evolution Barbell in my parents' two-car garage in 2016, right? Mm -hmm. October of, two th in, of 2016, we, we opened up there. And then I trained clients one-on-one -on -one for about three and a half years until I was able to get ourselves to this point that we were um, able to expand. And I would say I was looking for a larger location probably for about a year and a half out of that three years. I was looking for a larger location and I would um, pick a spot like a lease and then that ended up falling through. And then I was looking to build a building on land and that ended up falling through. And this just kind of kept happening. And so the way the timing worked out was um, in December of 2019, I finally found the space that we were going to be moving into. And then in January of 2020, I signed my lease, mm -hmm. right? So I went from 700 square feet in the garage 
And now we're moving into what was six, what is now 6,600 square feet. So I almost 10 X footage of the space. And in the garage, I didn't have any overhead. I helped my dad pay the electric bill, which was like a hundred bucks. And I was the only employee. So the only overhead cost that I had was like getting new equipment. Right. Um, So, you know, you make your business plan and you you try and project all of these numbers and you say, okay, well, I have X amount of clients and I expect to get X amount of clients by moving to this new facility and all of these new services that we're going to be able to offer because we have all this space now, Mm -hmm. right? So you're trying to get all these projections. And then we're like, with all these projections and construction dates and everything, we should be able to open in April of 2020. And then obviously the pandemic came and shut everything down. But, you know, overhead costs started coming in and uh, it ended up being that we only opened in July of 2020 officially. But yeah, then we ended up opening this new location in July of 2020. Well, let's talk about that. Wow. You know, there's a, there's a lot there in what you said. Um, first of all, starting out in your parents' garage. I love that. I love that because many people limit themselves because they don't think that they have enough to get started. You know, sometimes, you know, starting small, starting with what you have, just realizing that that's enough, that I can just start with whatever I have. I have a garage and I have my knowledge and I have my enthusiasm and I got my grind and, you know, those are the things that I need to get started. And then, you know, Okay, so you signed this lease in January, and we all know what happened in March of 2020. That's when like the whole world shut down and things that were never canceled were canceled. And so that obviously delayed your construction. And Overcomer Nation, if you don't remember from the introduction, he's in Pennsylvania. So Pennsylvania and New York were a couple of very tough states to be in. There were others, but these states had multiple shutdowns, right? So then you open up this new 10 x business you know forget the hundred dollar electric bill now we're talking real real deal now like you know there's a per square foot cost there's all kinds of utilities and all kinds of stuff and you're opening up in a time where it's not even good for fitness it's summertime people start turning their attention towards oh man maybe i'll just take the summer off i got some traveling to do so now you got the pandemic against you and you have summer against you you know with this opening um take us through the opening what was that like It was really hard because, you know, people in July in the summertime of 2020, they're still kind of like afraid, you know, which that's fine. And uh, people were, people were nervous and, you know, the media is throwing out that gyms are like the worst place to go to. Right. So so if you really weren't following the media, then maybe, maybe you were brave enough to come into gyms. But like you said, one, that's naturally already a slower time. And two, uh, battling against all of that, yeah, it was hard. It was hard because earlier I talked about, you know, you have this business plan and you have all these projections. But when you have an element like the pandemic that shuts you down or throws that wrench into the equation, um, your projections go out the window. You know what I mean? Because, because now it's not, even, it's not even accurate based off of what what you were expecting. So now you're just trying to survive. Like I wanted to, I had all these big ideas that we were going to, expand and have a grand opening and have this awesome thing but it ended up it ended up being much more gradual than that like we opened but then uh, it just took time you know as with anything just took time it took time it took time you had to weather the storm and you know overcomer nation not everybody knows this you know some of you may be listening right now and maybe you are not a business owner 
And maybe you think, well, you know, at least there was help for the business owners. Well, actually, uh, from what I know, Chad didn't qualify for a lot of that help because he had to have a business that was open prior, like a year, year's worth of taxes prior, you know, in order to like really get like the kind of help that some people were getting from things like a PPP loan or, or things such as that. Um, were you able to get any assistance as you went through uh, that? Uh, minimally, because like I said, I was the only employee. So you're exactly right. Right. You hit the nail on the head. I mean, yeah. I, whatever one employee can qualify for. Yeah, right. Yeah, so there's no no ERC, employee retention credit type of thing or that kind of So um, you grew. You grew steadily. What do you attribute that growth to? Because it sure wasn't the fact that you opened up during a pandemic. It wasn't opening up during summertime. You know, if you were going to say, you know, what makes your business different? What's what you can attribute your growth to? What would you say that is? But I would say it's the community feel, the community aspect that we've developed here. You know, the whole reason that I wanted to create Evolution Barbell in the first place was because before I started my own business, I worked at several other gyms prior. And just with my experience, a lot of those gyms, um, they didn't do, they didn't maximize the potential of what they were designed to do. So I feel like most gyms offer you a space to work out. They offer you a place to exercise, but no other service or solution to how to use that. And so that's why so many people join a gym and then end up canceling or falling off the wagon and aren't successful with their health and fitness goals because they don't feel supported, they're not encouraged, and they don't know what in the world they're doing naturally, just as I said earlier that I didn't. I had to self-educate myself. So I wanted to create a place that people felt like they were surrounded by like-minded individuals who all wanted to ultimately become the best possible version of themselves and help each every, everyone around them to do the exact same thing. So I think when people started tasting that environment and that culture, that that's what really helped grow, allow us to grow and grow our mission, grow our culture. And that's what's helped us get to this point. Yeah, I mean, as human beings, we're attracted to community, especially a community that we find uh, connection and support and those kind of things in. Um, so really cool. Let me ask you, you know, you were doing one-on-one -on -one in uh, your parents' garage. And so how has it changed now that you have almost 7,000 square feet? What other services do you offer now? Yeah, for sure. So that was one of the most exciting things about coming to this new space was um, all of the possibilities that we could do now. Because, you know, we did a couple times a week, I would have like small groups in the garage. But what I had to do was move all of the equipment that I had to one side of the garage to make an open area so that we had enough space for five people to fit in, right? And so when we expanded to this, I'm like, man, I can have small groups going on. I can have large groups going on. I can have one-on-one -on -one personal training. I can have people, we have a public gym side as well. So we can have all of these different things going on at one time. So we did just that, right? I have one-on-one -on -one personal training going on. At the same time, we offer large group workouts now. We have a turf area where we do our large group workouts. We also have a yoga room that I'm actually sitting in right now that uh, we do yoga on Wednesday evenings. We also do some fascia stretch therapy. We do some FST here. And then I would say about 3,000 square feet of what we have is also public gym side. So what I noticed in the garage too was like, because I was so limited on space, people would, clients would supplement their training by going to a Planet Fitness or an Anytime Fitness. And I'm like, man, if I could keep this all under one roof, 
you know, mm-hmm. obviously you can get the revenue from the memberships, but then you can also see what your clients and members are working on and, and how they're, you can make sure they're doing things right. And that all stems back to making sure that people, people feel like they know what they're doing when they're in the gym. You know what I mean? Let me ask you, um, from the time that you opened in July of 2020 to the present, how many members have you added? Uh, over 100. Like over, okay. right on, we've added over 140 for sure. Over 140. Over yeah. 140. That's great. That's great because these have not been easy times if you're in the gym business. You know, uh, after July of 2020, I mean, there was still another shutdown, I believe. Yeah, that was uh, Christmas. <laughs> I remember that. You know, they said, okay, gyms and, you know, restaurants and stuff, you all got to shut down again. I, I remember it was a, uh, uh, I remember some of the posts, they they weren't very happy about it. They said, you know, great job. You just laid off like, you know, a couple hundred thousand people just before Christmas, you know. Um, so, yeah, those were tough times to grow during. Um, so now, uh, as you're looking towards the future, uh, you know, what do you what do you hope to see? Uh, how do you hope to evolve <laughs> the evolution barbell? <laughs> right. Yeah, I love it. No, that's. That's our mission, right? Constantly evolving, always trying to become the best possible version of ourselves. And I feel like we have to do that as a facility and everyone inside the facility has to do that, you know, as well. So for us, it's maximizing everything that we do, right? Always innovating, making sure that if things can be made better, that we're making them better, right? If things can be improved, we're improving. And so I don't feel like we're anywhere close to where our potential is. I feel like we're just getting started in that regard. But, you know, I have I have goals as far as how many members I'd like to see. And then when we hit those types of targets, like, if, you know, we get to two or three hundred members total, um, then I can consider, you know, expanding Evolution Barbell and getting into multiple locations and and all of that. But I want to try and maximize this space. You know, and when we get the membership total to where I feel like it can carry that, then we'll look at possibly adding uh, more locations down the road. Well, you got a great mindset, very strategic. What was the, um, what do you think helped you as far as mindset goes? You know, I mean, it's overwhelming. Uh, you, you take on a lot of debt, you know, you do a build out, you invest in more equipment, you know. You, I mean, first of all, your parents probably already question when they have a son that's like, hey, don't worry, mom and dad, I'm going to be a fitness coach, you know, like that. I mean, they might have been hoping for us to say, because I can relate, right? That's me. You know, that's my story in 1996, right? Um, but, you know, like, that's what I'm going to do. And so you already know that you're kind of signing up for a life that's uh, not exactly not exactly a life of luxury most of the time. But then you you put all everything you got on the line and you open up, you've already signed a lease and now it's a pandemic and now it's summertime. What's the mindset uh, that you have used to help you get through? You know, how have you uh, managed to stay positive and stay focused and, and, and keep your eye on the horizon, really? You know, it's a, it's a great question. It's a great question. And, you know, I like I talked about earlier, I'm, I'm a big one for self-education. So I read a bunch of books. I read, I read, and I learn from people that have been through it. This mastermind, the Todd Durkin mastermind has helped me exponentially for sure. Um, because you're surrounding yourself with people that are going through the same thing that you're going through, you know, so that has helped drastically. But I, I read books. I read books based off of people that have been to where I want to get to, you know, that have been through uh, the rain and thunderstorms and all of those things. And, and so I, so I learned that it's not all sunshine and rainbows, right? And 
you know, you and I talked before we started recording about my biggest struggle was riding that mental and emotional roller coaster, not getting too high on when things are good and not getting too low on when things are bad. Because in the beginning, like 2020 especially, but even the majority of 2021, I'm like riding this roller coaster. And it's it's brutal, you know, but you have for me, there's nothing else I'd rather do. You know, someone asked me the other day, one of my clients asked me the other day, if you didn't have the gym, if I wasn't doing this, what would I be doing? I'm like, I have no idea. Because I, mm -hmm. I didn't really have a backup plan. But I said to myself, if this doesn't work out, worst case scenario, it doesn't work out, and I go and join the workforce or something like that. But I really want this to work. Right. And I believed in what we were trying to do. Yeah. You know, it felt like it was, it was a, a solution that wasn't, or it was a solution to a problem that wasn't being solved yet. Right. Well, no, you know, I like, I'm taking three things from what you just said. And I, first is, you know, education, right? Um, uh, you know, like I, I read in a book the other day that education is inoculation against irrelevance, right? You know, you just need to uh, constantly educate yourself because it's, uh, it's like taking a little booster shot. It, you know, if you want, <laughs> we talk about all these the the vaccinations that we need to get well there is a vaccination called education and and that is one thing that will help you to stay strong against the storms of life uh the other thing i just heard you say is surround yourself with people that are on the same journey as you uh you know it's uh there's an old african proverb that says if you want to go fast go alone but if you want to go far go together right you know and, and i mean that's that's definitely you know what helps you go far but then i heard something deeper you know, and this is this is like, you know, how to weather the storms of life. Are you doing what you're meant to be doing? And if you can say, I don't know anything else that I would rather do. If you don't, if you can say, I, I don't know what I'd do if I didn't do this, you know, because I, I love it so much. Um, that, that really helps too, doesn't it, Chad? You know? Yeah, you can't, you can't pull the 16, 17 hour days if you, uh, if you don't like it. Right. Well, yeah, I woke up at 2.45 this morning actually a little bit earlier because the baby was up but uh typically it's 245 and uh yeah you know i mean i don't ever resent that i'm just like okay you know we get to go to the gym and help some people change their lives today and and i feel good about that i, I really hope that i can go make a difference today you know and uh, uh that's important it's important to feel that way about what you do that's really yeah. good and to have an impact right and to create the impact and to feel like you're making a difference you know, and it wasn't until um, this year that you really start to think about, like, I, I listened to a podcast the other day with Brendan Burchard and Ed Milet, and uh, they talk about the three things, Brendan Burchard talks about three things that he measures his life on. Did he love, did he live, and did he matter? And I'm like, man, ever since I, I heard those three things, now you're like running everything that you do through that filter system. Mm -hmm. You know, those three different things. And I just feel like that, you know, did you matter to people? And I feel mm -hmm. like that's what is ultimately driving me every single day. Can you, can you create positive impact in people's lives? Live, love, matter. Live, love, matter. Would those be your three words? Would you adopt those three words or are yours? Uh, a little I mean, that's bit a great, I, li I love oh. that, that uh, filter system for sure. But I think my theme for 2023 is going to be move the needle, right? Move well, the needle. Move the needle. Oh. How do we, how do we? do the things that need to be done in order to move the needle in the direction that we need to go. Yeah. And, and let's talk a little bit about that because the mastermind is a, uh, is a great group of people that like to do things like roadmaps and, 
And I don't think that that's a very common thing. You know, I think that there's a very small fraction of the population. I mean, some people make a New Year's resolution and then two weeks later, like that ain't even in their minds, right? But for us in the mastermind, we we take these roadmaps and we answer tough questions and we say, this is where I want to go. And because you know where you want to go, you can determine the things that will move the needle, right? Um, so tell me, I mean, that's just my assessment of what you said, but by move the needle, you know, what, what would you mean by that in your own words? You know, to me, it means taking the action on the things, you know, you need to do in order to get to where you want to go. Right. Mm. At the end of the day, we are where we are because of ourselves. Right. And so if you always do what you've always done, you're always going to get the same result that you've always gotten. Yeah. So, so good. In order to move the needle, we have to do different things, right? We have to add volume to just like training, just like working out, right? The only way you make progress in the gym is by adding more training volume, right? And business, I, I feel like those are two parallels. You know, yeah. the same type of volume is needed to move in the right direction in business as well, for sure. Do what you've always done and you'll get what you've always gotten. So we got to to get a different result. We got to do something different. So good. So good. Do you have like uh, big goals for uh, 2023? Any ones that you'd share? You know, one or two that you share with us? You know, I, I don't I didn't finish my my roadmap yet. My strategic plan. I just started diving into it this week. But uh, to dive into it as we head into 2023 and we got this little little yeah. reprieve, you know, uh, people are just kind of relaxing a little bit more this time of year. So that's good. Sure. Yeah. But I'd like to I'd like to get over 200 memories for sure to add in by the end of this year. That would help um, in two areas. One that would help create a, a bigger impact in our community. For sure. It would let me know that we're having a bigger impact for sure. And that's measured based off of how many active members we have, at least it is for me. Mm -hmm. And two, it would get our revenue targets to where we want to be so that I can consider, you know, future steps. Because mm -hmm. I try not to use our immediate location as a crutch, as an excuse in a sense, but we are limited. We're not in a big city, right? We're in a pretty rural area. Mm -hmm. We're not in a big uh, like city like Philadelphia or Pittsburgh or anything like that. So the population of people to pull from that meet our ideal demographic is, is definitely limited. But I feel like I can get over, I can definitely get over 200 members to this location before I ever consider. Sure. Exactly. And you're 30 minutes from Hershey. What's the name of your town? Myerstown. Myerstown. 30, 35 minutes from Hershey, yeah. 30, 35 minutes, that we said? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we're also in Pennsylvania, the location that... My wife and I own, but we are, um, we're a few hours from Hershey. I want to say three or four, but uh, nice area. Nice area. Um, all right. So any final words of inspiration for our audience? I think that if you're, here's what I'd say. I think that if you're getting into the fitness business and you want to start your own thing, I love how Todd says, everything's going to cost twice as much as you expect and take twice as long as you expect. That's absolutely true, especially when you're opening in a pandemic, <laughs> right? Mm -hmm. But also be prepared to maintain an even mindset during the good times and the bad times, because the bad times will pass, the storms always pass, and the sun always comes out. Times will always get better, and it's not always going to be perfect, right? But 
your goal has to be to maintain that level mindset so that you can make decisions with a clear head and not off of emotion. Mm. An even mindset. I like that term even. So like, you know, you're, you're not letting anything uh, uh, take you off your, your, your center, your, your Zen, right? I mean, it, it seems like, you know, I mean, do you, how do you do that? How do you maintain an even mindset? Do you do like a gratitude journal? Do you meditate? Like, what do you do when like the storms of life are coming at you to maintain an even mindset? I think that's a great question. And gratitude is huge for me. Just being able to realize what battle I'm fighting and that I have a battle to fight, right? Mm -hmm. But also for me, it's experience. Like when you, I've been through this before, right? Like I've, I've gone through the really good parts and I've gone through the really low parts. And I know that from all the low parts, like I said, the storm passes, the storm passes and the sun comes out. So mm -hmm. you're going to get through this just like you got through the other ones. Wow, what a great attitude. So often when these new things are coming at us, we forget to realize that they're just imposters. They're the same things that we faced before, wearing a different mask, you know, and that we we will get through this just like we've gotten through the other things. Yeah, really good, really good. Well, Chad, how can people follow you, get more of you, check out your gym if they're uh, nearby or just want to connect with you? Yeah, for sure. So Evolution Barbell is located in Myerstown, Pennsylvania. And you can find me on Instagram at Chad Hackman and the gym's pages at Evolution Barbell. Awesome. At Evolution Barbell. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show today. You are an overcomer. And uh, thank you for sharing your story. Thank you for having me, Travis. Thanks for listening, Overcomer Nation. Make sure if you haven't already, give us a five-star rating. Make sure that you share this and subscribe so you can see all of our future content. That's right. And if you'd like to be a guest on a future show, go to overcomers-podcast.com. If you're interested in our franchise opportunities with Journey 333, then go to www.journeyfitness333.com. And finally, if you like what you heard today and you feel like you're somebody that needs a bit more coaching, go to travisbarnes.com. Yeah!